0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another week of Thrive Raw, the podcast. This is Kenzie and Jeremiah, and we are super excited because this week is a new episode in our You Asked For It series, where you guys, the students, write in questions to us and we answer them to the best of our abilities. And as we will see in this podcast, there are limitations to mine and Jeremiah's abilities to answer some of these big questions. Uh, Jeremiah, the question that we have this week comes from an eighth grade student. Okay. Um, and I'll give the caveat, if y'all ask questions like this, you know that our Thrive staff is going to be running down rabbit holes, talking about it for weeks. We've had so much fun, so many discussions. Like y'all, have, this, one, this one did us in. Um, and so the question is, so I know that God sent his one and only son to die on the cross for our sins. But what about the people who died before Jesus was sent to die for us? Did those people who died before Jesus go to heaven? Big theological conversation to be had here, Jeremiah. Lots of conversations to be had here at that. I don't know if there's one answer, but let's let's talk about it.
1: So Kenti, my first question is, A, how long do we have?
0: Uh, about 10 minutes. Okay.
1: All right. Wow. Um, yeah, so everyone, glad you've tuned in. I will say what to kind of piggyback off of Kenzie. There's multiple degrees in our office down here, and we've been talking about this for probably 48 hours at least going on now.
0: Oh, a week (laughs) has been brought up. 48 hours intensely discussing roundtable style in the office. Yes.
1: Um, yeah, this is a great question. So whoever sent this in, thank you so much. Um, wow, this is something that I think probably all of us have thought about at least once in our lives, maybe we've forgotten about it. And if you haven't thought about it, that's okay. Um, but it's something that, you know, I think for me, Kenzie, when I was looking at this, going through it, there's a lot of people who have tried to tackle this question. Oh, yeah. Um, and even in our Methodist theology that, trust me, I am very clingy to my Methodist background, we don't even really have an answer as Methodists. You know, our founder, John Wesley, he was kind of up, down, around around the bend, left, right. right, right. I mean, like, kind of all over it. And, you know, I've been, like, researching and diving in, and it was just kind of like, huh, what?
0: Yeah. You well, know? and I love this question because it really gets to the... The heart of what we're supposed to be as Christians, right. of being concerned about those who are around us, being concerned about their salvation, right. being concerned about what can we do, what has been done in the past. And so I think... Because we're called just, to love our neighbors. Right. And so I love the fact that this question was even brought up because it shines such a light into the heart of our students right. that their thoughts are about the people and yeah. whether or not they're in heaven, because that's in line precisely with what... The gospel and the Bible and the story of Jesus and God, that's what it's all about. And so I love the fact that this has been something that's been thought about and that we've got to talk about this week.
1: Absolutely. So I'll say um, to all of you listening, there's not really one scripture that we could find that just really answers this question. And unfortunately, with a lot of our questions that you may have and that Kenzie and I have, Sometimes there's not going to be a verse or a passage that explicitly answers the question, and I'll say I thought I had found a a passage that worked, and then Kenzie was like, Jeremiah, keep reading it.
0: Yeah, and then we and I was like, oh
1: shoot, that doesn't work. So just know that like sometimes we don't always find it explicitly in Scripture. But Kenzie, I think you said that you found a couple verses that kind of help us see patriarchs from the Old Testament that we see them having faith in God mm-hmm. um, and their you know their image of God that may mm-hmm. kind of help us lead into a little bit of an answer.
0: Yeah, so I'll say I kept coming back, the more I read to this passage in Romans, it's Romans chapter 4, really the whole thing, I will not read the whole thing, <laughs> it's fairly lengthy, um, but Romans chapter 4 talks about Abraham, who's the father of the Israelites, and Um, knew God really well and again he came before Jesus what kind of happened to him and the Romans chapter 4 starting in verse 16 I feel like was the best answer I could find as we were looking through and it says so people get what God promised by having faith this happens so that the promise can be a free gift if the promise is a free gift then all of Abraham's people will get that promise the promise is not just for those who live under the law of Moses. It is for all who live with faith as Abraham did. He is the father of us all. And I love that. It's mm-hmm. so good. It talks about, you know, really faith. Like yeah. that's that's the key here. And you can have faith in God probably like Abraham did through the law. They experienced God and experienced his love we can have faith in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you know, we get to God through Jesus and through loving others like Jesus did and following in His footsteps. And so, I think when we're looking for an answer, our faith—you yeah. know—that's something that's never changed yes. um, for Jews, for Gentiles, for Christians. Right. Um, if you have faith, like you, you get to experience God's promises if your faith is in God. Right. And so, um, that was Romans. Four sixteen that I read again if you want to go back and read that whole chapter it really continues having this conversation um, a little bit longer but I love the line that says the promise is not just for those who live under the law of Moses it is for all who live with faith as Abraham did and I think it kind of answers that whole timeline question of Old Testament New Testament who gets to go to heaven Uh, well for those who are under the law of Moses that God gave you know they had faith. They had faith that that was the right thing to do. For us who experienced Jesus, we have faith. We have faith that believing in Jesus and that pathway to God's heart, that's what we're supposed to do. And so I like this idea that no matter the generation, no matter the Testament, God is providing avenues of having faith right. and providing ways to experience Him in a very real way for that time. Yeah. And it doesn't look the same. Right. Just like it doesn't look the same now for me to experience and grow my faith Jeremiah. Yours doesn't look the same way. And so I think it's cool to think about God intentionally stepping into these stories and showing the people you can have faith no Mm -hmm. matter what, no matter where you are, you can believe that I'm for you and that I'm who I say I am throughout time. And that's so good. I just, I got pumped up just, just (laughs) preaching that word, you know? She's smiling, y'all. It's so good. And I just, I love it. And I love this question. And what it's done for my thoughts. and I love thinking about this kind of stuff. I get pumped, as you've seen. Yeah. I think once we start looking at the whole timeline of the Bible, of human existence, of God's interactions with us, it can only strengthen yeah. what you believe because you just see more and more evidence of God really revealing himself to us in yeah. beautiful, beautiful intentional ways.
1: Well, and for for those of y'all who have gone through confirmation with us, you know we really try to help you understand that we don't see God as like this judge mm, right yeah. I mean, yes God does play a part in um, judgment like God is just to us right but God is not this judge that we see in our lives today right yeah. and so God is grace to us right mm-hmm. God is love to us and so this faith aspect like I see God Throughout all of time, throughout the entire what we know of in the story of love of God, mm-hmm. like for where I am, I I can't separate God from showing that love to all of God's creation. Yes. And so that's kind of where I land in this.
0: And I'll say too, I feel like, and I'm gonna call this stance unfair just because of me take it or leave it. But I think sometimes we give God an unfair shake because we say God of the Old Testament is the judge. Jesus of the New Testament is grace. Mm. And I think that has to hurt God a little bit Mm. um, because you look at how much grace he showed throughout scripture. I mean, honestly, all he was trying to do was bring us closer to him so that we can spend eternity with him so that his people will be brought to him. And I think reading this, knowing his experiences with Abraham and Moses and Noah and Joseph and all of these awesome figures in the old Testament, he's grace then yeah. like the God of the old Testament, he's God of 2020. Like mm. he's the God who can ex- give us grace and we just have to have faith that he is who he said he is yeah. and it doesn't change, you know, right. like Jewish people knew God. We get to know God. Right. It's a privilege right. regardless of your ethnicity race family origin whatever you're talking about to get to come to god through faith and know that he has grace for you Mm -hmm. i feel like that's the that's the thread that ties jews christians old testament new testament present time i Mm. I feel like it ties everything together
1: i told kenzie this yesterday um a lot of these questions where we get to um is kind of on this this faith aspect as well like In many ways I get relieved because at the end of the day, it is not my decision who is saved or not, who does not reach salvation, like who does not, you know, reach Christian perfection in the terms of John Wesley in that aspect. And so like for me, I I'm relieved of that in knowing that God in his loving grace. That is what he is for, and so I love this question. I love diving deep into that. It's ultimately freeing for me in knowing that I don't I don't have to divvy that out. I don't have to decide whether Kinsey you know receives that or you know people before or after have received that. And so for me, it's it's amazing knowing that this amazing Creator that we have, who is gracious and loving and amazing. You know is is for that and wants us to receive that and is wanting us to be sanctified and closer to him and so you know as we as wesleyans believe like every single day we're trying to get better and better and better and closer to him and so that's that's what it gives me freedom in that
0: yeah and i think you know as we look forward on almost like the what's the next step to this question like how does this impact me today well, you keep asking these questions, oh, you know, yes. how do I bring the people around me that I am privileged to be in this specific time and space? in with for like how can i bring them closer to the lord and i think we have to believe there's grace for the people before jesus at least i hope there's grace for the people before jesus um but we have to have faith that god's still moving today Mm. and he's using us to continue bringing people like heaven needs to be full and we need to be the ones out there trying to fill it up and so i think you know we definitely ponder these questions with respect and admiration but we also have to be like what is this how does this impact my journey Mm -hmm. and what can I do about it today right we're not God we're not Jesus praise Jesus I'm not Mm -hmm. because I don't want the job of anything God has to do but I mean we do have the job to love others and give grace and share our faith and encourage people in their walks to salvation grow in our own and so I think you know, this is a huge question that will probably never get answered this side of heaven, but we do have the answer of here's what we can do and Mm. here's how we can bring the people around us a little closer to God's heart to ensure that they are living in eternity with Jesus and God and whatever that looks like, we want them to be a part of it with us. And so I think you just, you got to take that step of action and say, this is what this means today. I might not have all the answers, but I have the answer and it is the call to go and serve people and love people
1: one thousand percent well y'all i don't know if we really answered the question so much but (laughs) it's been a great journey for us with this question Mm. and the journey continues and so send your questions in talk about these questions in your small group maybe if you have your small group meeting this week that hasn't met yet talk about this question there um, maybe y'all will get to a more definite answer than we did.
0: And then tell us what you think, right. what you found out, because <laughs> we need to know. We need to know.
1: <laughs> um, but send in your questions. Um, we have loved this journey so very much. I want to pray a quick blessing over you, and then we'll head on. God, we thank you so much for everyone listening right now. We always pray a blessing over them as they've headed to school, as they go into their classrooms, or whatever they're doing today. God, thank you so much. We love you. We praise you. you your sons of name pray. Amen. Amen. Y'all have an amazing day.
0: Thanks, guys.